0: You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rise up, Red Sea. It's an incredible day here in the Valley of the Sun. You've got the Arizona Cardinals taking the practice field, their first official practice of 2021. Training, camp, everybody rejoice. It's uh, it's officially Cardinal season, and I'm spelling that S-Z-N, right? Are we good with that, how the kids are doing it these Not days? Really. Bo Brock, Not Alex really. Clancy, follow the show on Twitter at Cards at B-O-B-R-A-C-K, and at Clancy's Corner. And also, i got to tell you about this, an incredible event that we're doing on the Lockdown Network. Just like we uh, hooked you up with all the info you needed for the NFL Draft, we've got the live NBA Draft Show, NBA Draft Goat, Chad Ford. Locked on NBA draft host Raphael Barlow and the locked on NBA host Jonathan Corrales with live coverage of the NBA draft Thursday night. It's the locked on NBA draft 2021, brought to you by, of course, the best tasting protein bar, Built Bar. <laughs> Get the local expert analysis on each and every pick. Follow Locked on NBA on YouTube today. Watch their live coverage July 29th at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. I used to. This is uh. This is me being just fully transparent. I used to be NBA draft over NFL draft back in the day. It used to be. I remember coming home from the pool and turning on the NBA draft and watching all the college guys that I used to watch get drafted in the NBA.
1: Yeah, same. That's when you know uh, college players would play more than fifteen minutes. You get some sort of name recognition. Get some sort of you know favorite players that play more than thirty games in college and in college basketball for sure.
0: Yeah, it's uh I, I the first draft I remember really tuning into was uh like I think it was like 97 96 or 97 it was the Vince Carter Antoine Jameson that got swapped for each other. Number 1 overall pick. Do you know who it was? Wait, what year was it? I think it was 96 97. It was the it was the year that Vinsanity and Antoine Jameson went in the top 5. Was that the Olua Candy draft? Yeah, it was the candy man. It was the Clippers taking Michael Olua Candy. UOP. Number one overall out of Pacific. All right, that's enough Terrible. NBA talk. Let's get into this. Uh, let's get into the show. It was uh, a little bit of a... It was a drug Powers bomb last night. It wasn't a Woj bomb. It was a drug Powers bomb last night on Twitter. The Dolphins reportedly made a trade offer to the Arizona Cardinals, including... Their ball-hawking cornerback, Xavier Howard, we'll get into the details on that. Uh, and we'll revisit it. Maybe the Cardinals should as well. Latest on Larry Legend. Larry Fitzgerald, for the first time since 2004, this late, and this close to the NFL season, Larry Fitzgerald is not under contract with the Arizona Cardinals. We'll get into uh, what the Cliff Kingsbury had to say about Larry Legend. And then Chase Edmonds, the RB1 situation. Oh, man. Uh, I had a could Chase Edmonds? Could he have a monster season? It, it's it's fun to think about. It would transform the Arizona Cardinals' offense. And we'll get into uh, some tidbits, actually, some news and mo- notes right now from training camp yesterday. So it was Chandler Jones and it was Jordan Hicks, Alex, showing up and reporting to camp yesterday. They participated in the uh, the little um, just run drill that they do each and every year. Make sure guys are at least in a baseline shape uh, to start camp. Everybody's good to go. The one. Uh, Sean Williams, the safety that they signed from the Cincinnati Bengals, is on the uh, the NFL non-injury reserve list. So, you know, you can kind of come to your own conclusions on why that be this day and age. So, Sean Williams will not start uh, practice today. But other than that, for the most part, some, some quotes we'll get into. But without a hitch yesterday, it, it sounds like uh, Cardinals are ready to go. Yeah. Um, good on Jordan Hicks for showing up. You know,
1: it, it's like, hey, Jordan, um, a 21-year-old is going to take your spot even though he's never played in the NFL before. So uh, chew on that. You can go, you can look for somewhere else to go play if you want, but that's what's going to happen. Good on him for showing up in the, the leadership role that he has, still part of the organization. Good on him. I don't think that there was ever a question that Chandler Jones was going to hold out. Uh, the report was from earlier in training camp. Or earlier this offseason, it wasn't from yesterday that Chandler Jones requested a trade. Who knows exactly the confines of, uh, you know, how that happened and what words that happened through. Um, good on him for showing up. We expect him to play a full season, and and if he plays really well, maybe he'll play. And retire in Arizona. Cardinal, but you know we've got a lot of things to talk about before that happens.
0: I'll, I'll tell you what K two Cliff Kingsbury had to say about uh, Chandler Jones, but it's pretty much been echoing what you and I have said about the Chandler Jones situation. Is it's just business? It's just business yeah. as usual. It's a hail mary attempt of getting an extension done, and I wouldn't. It's 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 different than the Xavier Howard situation because we have him officially requesting a trade out of Miami. And he's locked up for a couple seasons where Chandler Jones, if he has a good year, he can go secure the bag one last time, get that he's going to negotiate a new contract in twenty twenty two, the offseason, no matter what.
1: Let me let me ask you a question about that, about the mm-hmm. Xavier Howard thing. What were, what was your first what were your first thoughts on he wrote his diatribe, it was eloquently written. Um, he's like, you know what? I'm a professional. I'm gonna show up, but get me out of here. Is that kind of talking out of both sides of your mouth, number one? And number two, I would assume it's not. I mean, this is the new age of the athlete where there's player empowerment more than ever, especially in the NFL, where it was the shield first. Give me your jersey if you're not on board with the NFL rules and team rules. We're not there anymore. But like with Jamal Adams, okay, Jamal Adams was throwing a hissy fit compared to what Xavier Howard has done. Xavier Howard had already gotten paid, so it's a little bit different of a situation. But if your other teams looking at Xavier Howard, reading what he wrote that got put out on Twitter and elsewhere yesterday, do you see that as a man who is unhappy, who can be worked with in a different situation, or do you see him as a guy, well, if it's starting this early and he's getting paid this much, this is just the first hurdle you're going to have to deal with if you acquire this guy?
0: I think with, with each player... There's just, it's different circumstances, different variables going into it. Like Chandler Jones signed his deal. It was a very lucrative deal. He's in the final year of his deal. He's at his age, 31 years old. Same thing went for Patrick Peterson last season, who had more comments. Uh, But we're we're, we're over that. We're past that. Uh, As far as Xavier Howard, I think that he has a true bone to pick because not only is he underpaid at his position and not his contract it doesn't stack up against the rest of the best cornerbacks in the league or the highest paid cornerbacks in the league and not only does that stretch you know league wide it doesn't even get out of his own locker room he's the best corner in that locker room and he's not being paid like it with Byron Jones who signed a deal to come over to Miami from Dallas last offseason so i think that it's he he deserves to at least renegotiate, and I think you can find something out. Is it just a little bump to show him the respect? And I think that that's fine. Uh, he said during that, uh, as far as his little message, his statement, I don't feel valued, and and that's fine. That's fair. But I think it's a completely different situation that not all are equal, right? Not all these contract no, disputes right. are equal. So uh, I think that he has a legitimate gripe. And uh, you know, some interesting news came out yesterday that uh, the Miami Dolphins offered Xavier and Howard in a trade package to the Arizona Cardinals. What they wanted in return, we'll tell you the report. It's coming up here. It's Locked On Cardinals. It's Bo Brock. It's Alex Clancy. Oh man, Cardinals start practice today. It's an exciting day here in the Valley of the Sun. Congratulations, we made it this far. So I was checking out uh, the Olympics last night. I've been tuning in each every night, right? I mean, it's just great white noise, or I'm locked in and I'm pretty much criticizing athletes in a sport that I started watching like 20 minutes ago. I'm the (laughs) ultimate armchair quarterback for uh, for the Olympics, but... Did you know that uh, as far as Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, when they hit the track, they are going to be fueled by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market? Did you know Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? You got to figure out which one is your favorite coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. And for the summer, for a limited time, you can get strawberry and orange. Do you know what my favorite flavor is, Alex? Salted caramel, bro. Salt, yeah, I go chalk. I do. It's a delicious, <laughs> you know, sweet and salty. It's, it's tough to beat. And it, the protein bar is equally healthy as it is delicious. 17 to 18 grams of muscle packing protein, calories between 130 and 180, four to five grams of sugar, four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Go to Bilt.com. Use the promo code locked on, or I'm sorry, locked 15. Locked 15, you'll get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCK 15 for 15% off at builtbar.com or built.com. Either works for you. All right, let's get back into this. So this hit our Twitter timeline yesterday. Pro Football Focus put it out there. This wasn't them just like spitballing, Alex. Xavier Howard, he comes to the Cardinals. The Dolphins receive Chandler Jones in a fifth-round pick. Who says no? And okay, we see this in okay, Brad uh, Spielberger. Uh, not familiar with him, but he's just coming up with a trade scenario that would work for yeah. both teams. And then we see, if you look at the replies, former Arizona Cardinals no-fly zone member, defensive secondary member Gerard Powers said, Miami actually offered this trade earlier this year, and the cards turned it down. Um, if you were to ask the first question,
1: I would say that the Dolphins would turn that down. But then, what came out yesterday with, with the words from Xavier Howard, it kind of makes more sense that the Dolphins would offer this. Let's just take a second. We didn't get here just through osmosis. We got here because Steve Kime drafted Zavin Collins at 16 overall. If you draft Caleb Farley, if you draft Greg Newsom, if you fill that hole that the Cardinals have at cornerback, this isn't even a conversation. Is, is that fair to say? Because you have your future plan, at least in place. You have your theory. Chandler Jones is going to still be unhappy, but you don't have this conversation. And the fact that we have it now, and the fact that the Cardinals turned it down, just because you see a shiny object on a different organization, you kind of get quote-unquote comfortable or bored, whatever, with the players you have, especially when Chandler Jones was out for the majority of the year last year, which, which is unfair to him. It's just human response. I don't know if this is the, would be the right move for the Cardinals just because this is where the dominoes have fallen up to this point. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like no. Just because Chandler Jones has said he wants out and Xavier Howard wants out. Xavier Howard had 10 picks last year. He's on a different team. The Cardinals need a cornerback. doesn't mean that you need to dump a bunch of money into a corner who's had
0: one good year
1: ah. and one all-pro year.
0: Well, come on. He's had he had seven picks in a previous season as well. I mean, that's just he's a ball hawking corner. He's but he's the, he's a part of one of the best defenses in the NFL. That hasn't always been so, the case in Miami. I mean, last year they started to really turn things around. They they started yeah. to turn things around the first season under Brian Flores. But in, in, what Xavier? How- I'm not going to discount what Xavier Howard's done. I think he would be absolutely. Uh, one of the a piece that the Arizona Cardinals haven't had in their locker room for a long time a ball hawking cornerback I've put I've put it out there before I mean only the Dow, the Detroit Lions have less interceptions since 2018 than the Arizona Cardinals defensive secondary or just as a team they just they don't get they don't force turnovers in the air and Xavier Howard would help change that but uh, you, you know it's I thought Jody Aylor, uh, our former colleague made a good point that even if they don't go cornerback, if they if they address the pass rush in the draft, and there were the two top you know pass rush prospects available, either in Quitty Pay and Jalen Phillips out of Miami, uh, that they could pull this deal off too. You would have J.J. Watt in a rookie pass rusher, and then you would add Zavin Howard to the defensive secondary. That's a pretty good looking defense yeah. in, in every scenario. It's, you know, I think the Arizona Cardinals defense is in a good spot. You know. I don't think that there's a reality where you can have both Chandler Jones and Zayvon Howard in the same defense at this point. That that ship has sailed. But, you know, there's the Gerard Powers. Uh, sorry, that's my old tweet. Uh, Gerard Powers saying that they offered this trade and they turned it down. Seeing Zavin Howard's uh, comments yesterday, can you renegotiate? Can you get something back in return from Miami? So, can you get a pick in return? Can you tra- Could you trade Chandler Jones in a fifth? and maybe get Zayvon Howard in a sixth, would you do that deal? I don't think the picks that late matter,
1: honestly. Like, I don't. I don't think it's it's a sweetener that's like, you know what? We know that this is going to take a reconstructed contract to get him here. You have Kyler Murray coming up after next season. Then you have Zayvon Howard, Buda Baker, DeAndre Hopkins, and and. Kyler Murray, all making a boatload of money. How can you build a team out like that? And sure, salary cap's a lie. You know, you can have people that, you, you know, you can always make it work. Right. Thank you, Aaron Freeman, Locked On Falcons. But it's it seems like as a final piece, this would make sense. But as a piece that you're going to overpay a corner, not overpay, you're going to pay him probably his worth, whatever, however you want to say it. I don't know if the Cardinals are in a spot to be able to pull this off and fill out a roster around him. Now, if you want to trade Xavier Howard and give up a first-round pick for next year, I'd much rather do that because you know what you're getting from a for a position of need and not have to play the oh let's see if we can get somebody at 23 or 24. No in the draft. way. I would much rather no do that. Way. Why?
0: Because I would trade an aging pass rusher on the final in the final year of his deal, and you could you could keep your first-round pick. And you could you would get Xavier Howard. You could restructure him. You give him a new contract. Make him happy. Make the cap number make sense. And then you go. And then you could get another pass rusher in the draft in the first round. You can find a guy that late to get after the pass. I mean, after the quarterback. I think. Look, it's it's really an fascinating. Just uh, the the thing that tells with is telling with this that the Cardinals turned this down is something that. Most of the fan base, you and I are trying to grasp, is that the Arizona Cardinals, Steve Kime, Vance Joseph, are content with their defensive secondary, with Malcolm Butler. They must be really high on Byron Murphy. They must think he's going to take a giant leap this yeah. year.
1: Or Steve Alford. I mean, this could just be the eagle Steve of, of Steve Kime. We signed him. And, and also, listen to this. Steve Alford Steve playing playing Nelson. for Indiana. He was a former colleague Robert Alford. Listen, <laughs> Steve Alford is a great coach. He could probably transition. No, he's over. not. Um, Robert Alford um, and Stephen Nelson signed one year, four million dollars. Yeah, with a different organization. Okay, so obviously you're right. I mean, that was the first. It's like, okay, well, everybody signed. They could have signed Logan Ryan last year to a small deal, like like New York did. Like they could have done so many things to bolster this. And you're right. This is a mixture of Steve Kime's ego and delusion that makes him think that this cornerback room is going to work. I mean, maybe it will. Maybe we'll be wrong. We're right. Maybe Byron Murphy will come in. Maybe Tay Gowan and Marco Wilson will revolutionize the corner the cornerback room for the Cardinals in their first season. Just haven't seen it.
0: What's more appealing to you? J.J. Watt? Not and, this? Well, Chandler okay. Jones and J.J. Watt getting after the quarterback or yep. a defensive secondary that features Zayvon Howard. Malcolm Butler, Byron Murphy, and Buddha Baker—probably a pass rush. And uh, let me let me tell you why.
1: Well, I mean, I think offenses that's what's appealing are, to the Cardinals. I think that's yeah, uh, yeah. It seems like it. Obviously, the NFL favors offenses now. Okay, so sure, you could have the best secondary in football. You're still going to give up 25 points a game at times. Like this, is we're long ways away from. Bears teams being able to put up 12 points and winning 12-6. Like, I'd must rather... Like, you can get... You can mask more with a good pass rush than you can with a good secondary and almost no pass rush. Because it doesn't matter how good the corners are. If the quarterback's not getting pressure on him, no no, hu- no, defensive human will be able to stop... Will be able to hold an offensive guy for five seconds without that guy getting finding space to get open. It's just not going to happen.
0: No, it's not. I mean... It- have we ever seen a corner go number one overall? I don't know if we have. But we have certainly seen a pass rusher. No. I mean, as far as valued positions and premier positions, uh, I think that pass rush actually gets the edge just because of what they can do. Because when you get after a quarterback and you get him off his spot, most of the league becomes pedestrian to below average. It's just yeah. you make Matthew Stafford, if you rush him out of the pocket and you make him throw off, you know off one foot... He becomes, he, he's not a very good quarterback. He's not. We saw it in, in the desert, you know, for so many years. Carson Palmer, when he has time, lethal. When he's off his spot, not very good. Not it's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In the comments, let us know. Will you pull off the deal? You, would you pull off the deal? Like this video as well. We appreciate anything you guys can do for us. Uh, it's Bo, it's Alex. Coming up some uh some quotes from training camp yesterday, as the Cardinals reported their vets reported they did their uh, conditioning drill yesterday. Some insights on Larry Fitzgerald and Chase Edmonds, RB one. What's the ceiling there? We're going to get you excited about the Cardinals' fourth-year running back. It's locked on Cardinals. Let me tell you about Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. They're hooking you up with the fastest, easiest way to get action. Major League Baseball is in full swing. There are a couple of teams that you could ride to build your stack uh, for, the, uh, for the NFL season coming up. I mean, you can get in on some exhibition games next week, some preseason action. You've got the Hall of Fame game Dallas and Pittsburgh right now. It's a one-point game. The total's pretty low. You're going to tune into in that game, and then and unless you have action, you're probably going to lose interest. So it might be the best thing for you. BetOnline.ag, not only do they have all the odds – you can also get some great sign-up bonuses. They've got all the news and information that you want. It's a one-stop shop for every sports fan. Right now, if you go and you sign up, you'll get a sign-up bonus. It's 50%. So if you put in $50, bucks, you will get $25 to play around with. That's not yours. And then you can make it yours. Everything you win with that $25 goes in your account. Bet online. your are online sportsbook experts. All right, so <clears throat> for the first time since 2004, since Larry Fitzgerald, who held out until the first day of practice? He missed practice because he was signing his, his name to his first NFL contract August 2nd, 2004. It was before, you know, slotted deals. Larry Fitzgerald was making a ton of money coming into the league. I think he made more than Eli Manning uh, for that deal. I, I, Larry Fitzgerald, I, I might have misspoke, sorry. But Larry Fitzgerald, this is what the world looked like when Larry Fitzgerald. The last time he wasn't in camp. JoJo was the number one song. The Born Supremacy <laughs> was the number one music or uh, movie. And then Kyler Murray was just days away from his seventh birthday. That's what the world looked like, Alex. I was shocked that was the Born time. Supremacy was two thousand four. I thought that was a little bit more recent. Wasn't that like the third installment? I think
1: so. And I was <laughs> six weeks away from my twenty first birthday.
0: Oh man. Wow. It was a beautiful time. It was a beautiful time. Beautiful time. Different times. Cliff Kingsbury spoke about Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah.
1: Born Supremacy, the Born trilogy, super underrated. Oh, like I don't, I don't understand. Like that put Matt Damon from Goodwill Hunting to whatever hell he wants to do after that. Yeah, I didn't know. Like that was. I didn't know Matt Damon could kick
0: ass. He did. It was unbelievable. Yeah, and I think I think of the series, the Born Supremacy is actually my favorite. Interesting. Is yeah. that, oh,
1: that's the second one.
0: Yeah. That's the Julia Stiles one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's the uh, you need to get some sleep where he's in the building across the way, isn't it? Isn't that when yeah. he d- drops that little chestnut? Oh, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Great cinema. Sure, I'm just pretending <laughs> I know. porn yeah. supremacy. All right, back to the Cardinals. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury said that the ball's in Larry Fitzgerald's court. We feel like, uh, quote, we feel like we got a great depth in the group regardless. We'll have to plan here either way. Talking about Larry Fitzgerald, um, this is one. This is going to be one of those things that uh, I mean, we could be talking about this in October. Really? You yeah. Think?
1: I mean, well, because because he's Larry Fitzgerald is a practice warrior and a training camp warrior. Like he'll take his veteran days like everybody else. I'm sure he gets more than everybody else. But the dude is known for being the hardest practicer in Arizona Cardinals history, let alone you know one of the most in NFL history. So I don't think he's going to skip any sort of time, in my opinion. If he's going to come back, it's going to be before the season starts.
0: Yeah, I just – I don't know. I mean, it's – Larry Fitzgerald at one point said, hey, there's not – when I retire, there's not going to be any tears and there's not going to be any podium. You know, that right. that's what's going to – that's how it's going to be. So he could quietly just disappear. But at the same time, you know, as I pointed out, he's made a, over $180 million in his career. That's the most for a non-quarterback. And anything he signs – even if the vet minimum adds to his record and it's adding to his millions and he's not going to turn his nose up on it. And if he gets to miss a couple practices and come in a little bit fresh and get an opportunity to continue to to push his consecutive game streak with a catch, I think he'll do it. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, that's fair. Maybe like there's one thing like that just kind of sheds light that people don't really like talking about because it's not a negative by any stretch, but <laughs> – Larry Fitzgerald has stayed with the Cardinals because he loved the loves the Cardinals, also because they've paid him probably the most money he could have made anywhere else. Hundred, that money is insane. I think he was the first receiver or the second receiver. I'm not sure where Calvin Johnson got it to get a $100 million contract. Like, Larry Fitzgerald has been paid supremely handsomely to be an Arizona Cardinal. Yeah. You know? Yep. Like, so, yes, he loves the Cardinals. Yes, there's no question about that he loves where he is and everything he says and in interviews and everything is true. And they've probably paid him more than he would have gotten elsewhere, at least over the last three seasons.
0: Other news from yesterday, uh, Chase Edmonds, he spoke with the media and he said that uh, he bulked up this offseason and then he started to kind of lean out as he prepares for his uh, 17-game stretch here for the Arizona Cardinals as they add a game with the rest of the NFL. Uh, He's about 205. And I think I I was a little surprised to see that Chase Edmonds last year, his uh, pro football reference his uh, player, Bio, had him at 210, so he's down five pounds. Chase Edmonds, ready for RB1 status, even if so, even, even though he says he doesn't like you know, to be known as RB1. I think you'd be surprised. Like A lot of people think that Chase Edmonds is undersized. He's a non-traditional running back as far as his build, but if you look across the league, if you look across just maybe the, the rushing yard leaders, Chase Edmonds who's 5'9", 205 now. He's right there with Aaron Jones, who is 5'9", 208. Dalvin Cooks, 5'10", 210. Alvin Kamara, 5'10", 215. James Robinson, who you think of kind of more of like a bruiser, he's 5'9", 219. And then you've got Miles Sanders, who you think of more of a slight speedy back, 5'11", 215. So he's right in that realm. Yeah, 10
1: pounds is a lot. A lot. it's a big difference um but the the uh Aaron Rodgers and Dalvin cook are like the perfect Aaron Jones running backs Aaron Jones who'd yeah. I say Aaron Rodgers? Jesus same, same they're team. um they're like the perfect running backs now I mean they can run inside they've got the speed to be outside and they can run over a cornerback you know and that's with with, Chandler, with uh with Chase Edmonds we just haven't seen it it's not to say that he can't He's gotten opportunities. We just haven't seen it. And I don't know if it's run scheme. I don't know if we just see the supreme pass catcher that he is out of the backfield. And we kind of try to compare that to his rushing ability, getting handed the ball off to him. We just haven't seen the full package from him yet. That's not to say that he can't do it. We have seen it in in spurts. I mean, between the Green Bay game his rookie year and the New York game two years ago, he had five touchdown rushes. All of them were over 20 yards. So we've seen it from him, but just not in the, okay, this is your team now. If you want it to be from the running back position, go do it.
0: Yeah, it was, it was Jason Moore who threw out the wild stat. And I encourage you to go check out that that YouTube video where Jason Moore of the Fantasy football Footballers joined us. And he's, Chase Edmonds has one carry within the five yard line, with the five yard line in in his entire career. So it's not something that we're accustomed to seeing from him. But look, as I said, his size, it's not going to hold him back. It's got to get you excited, though. Under Cliff Kingsbury in two seasons, you've got Chase Edmonds rushing for 4.8 yards per carry. And then you talk about his ability to catch the football. He said his secondary focus this offseason was catching the football. So if he can get better in that, running routes and, and catching the ball... And we had mentioned how how good he was within the red zone. He caught I think ten of eleven targets from Kyler Murray. I mean, th- could Chase Edmonds be a monster?
1: Listen, I mean surprises happen all the time. Like I hate that. That sounds so dumb and cliche and filler. Um, it would be awesome if you if the because the Cardinals' offensive scheme is not relying upon that to happen. You're hoping to get similar output that you got from the Cardinals running back room from last year with James Conner and chase Edmonds. If chase Edmonds takes that leap, it'll make everybody's job easier. Every single person skill position wise on offense, it'll just make their job easier because stacking eight in the box would have to come into the equation for opposing defenses, which it's not even close to it. Unless I mean, it's more just spying Kyler Murray and his ability to run the ball. It's not actually chase Edmonds out of the backfield being an actual threat to opposing defensive uh, schemes from other teams.
0: Yeah, let us know who you think should be RB1 because we're talking about Chase Edmonds. Like, James Conner isn't even on this roster right now. Right. And that was a a big addition during the offseason. Chase Edmonds, RB1. James Conner, RB1. I think we should just, as far as position battles go, between now and the start of the regular season, you and I just need to have a throwdown as far as all of those. I mean, when you talk about Jordan Hicks and and Zayvon Collins and the linebacking core, the defensive secondary, the wide receiver two position, it's a great debate to have. We're going to have all of them right here locked on Cardinals. Throwdown Thursday, we'll have that. Plus, uh, the Athletic released its quarterback tiers. uh, Where Kyler Murray stacks up, we'll let you know on that. Plus, all the latest news and notes from Arizona Cardinals training camp as they'll hit the practice field today. Of course, keep it uh, locked to the Locked On AZ Cards Twitter account for all that information. And of course, at Clancy's Corner for Alex and at B O B R A C K for me, Bo Brock. Mash that like button on the YouTube video. We appreciate it. Check out our Patrick Peterson videos. Did you know he's delusional? We explained why in yesterday's <laughs> video, the Chandler Jones saga. Uh, the Monday video is still something that uh, I think you should watch. All right. Well, you guys have a great rest of your Wednesday. We'll talk to you on Thursday. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.